Are you still using dial-up internet, AOL, car phone, carrier pigeon? It may be time for an upgrade. Let's talk about it. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. The internet is a crazy place. When I was in high school, I began doing something wild on the web. Sending electronic mail. Yeah, I know. I'm super old. I used a service called Juno. You would type up your email on the big home computer, check the only phone line in the house to make sure no one was using it to talk to someone, then hit connect. That beautiful sound of dial-up could be heard all around the house as squeaks and squonks announced that the 56K modem was connecting us to the world. I would then watch green blocks slowly fill in the progress bar, and in less than five minutes, boom, email sent. The computer would then disconnect again from the internet until I wanted to check my email, and the process would start all over again. Can you imagine if I still did it this way? I just checked my iPhone and responded to an email about serving at church in a matter of seconds. I am never going back to Juno for email. Thankfully, there is a much better way to connect. That was the emphasis of the book of Hebrews. What is the best way to communicate? Except they were trying to talk to God and didn't know if they wanted to upgrade to Jesus. The church at the time was worried about being attacked for talking about Christ, so they were considering dropping Jesus and going back to the old ways of using sacrifices from the time of Moses. I want to take a moment to say, you and I are so very blessed. We have the unrivaled privilege of being able to talk to God directly, the infinite ruler of existence through Jesus. Have you ever stopped to think about how incredible prayer is? You couldn't talk to the President of the United States if you wanted to, and yet you're able to connect with a risen king who holds reality in his hands simply by bowing your head. Seriously, reflect on that one for a few moments and then thank Jesus several times for making it possible. When God first established a method of worship with Moses on Mount Sinai, there were elaborate instructions on how everything looked, how it was measured, who could offer sacrifices, and who could even get near God. There was literally a wall of sorts or, or veil separating man from God. And if you were an ordinary person or someone not of the Jewish faith, you were never going past that wall to get to God. Praise Jesus, he changed all of that. So the writer of Hebrews is trying to stress to this group of believers, there has been an upgrade. We pick it up in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 5, and the New Living Translation. They serve in a system of worship that is only a copy, a shadow of the real one in heaven. For when Moses was getting ready to build the tabernacle, God gave him this warning. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. But now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priesthood. For he is the one who mediates for us a far better covenant with God based on better promises. This is incredible news. No longer is there separation between you and God. No longer do you have to work through this long chain of command. Now you can go directly to Jesus. Everything has been updated. And now Christ is the one who connects us to God immediately. No more dial-up internet connection. What's being stressed here is that the older covenant was incomplete. It was only meant to be a temporary, imperfect solution until Jesus, a perfect, 
permanent sacrifice could be offered. Verse 7 continues, If the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need for a second covenant to replace it. But when God found fault with the people, he said, The day is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. The covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors, when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. They did not remain faithful to my covenant, so I turned my back on them, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day. A big struggle for many of us is letting go of an old system that is familiar for a new one that we don't know. It doesn't matter if it's better. It requires growth, and sometimes that's painful. There can be a level of uncertainty before you take the leap. How will this work? The writer of Hebrews is addressing those concerns by showing the superiority of Christianity over Judaism and the supreme advantage of Christ's once-for-all sacrifice over the repeated and imperfect sacrifices done in the temple. By letting go and embracing Jesus as the high priest, believers would receive better hope, new testament, new promise, new sacrifice, more substance, and the promise of resurrection. Those who accepted the new covenant would be able to thrive in a completely new heavenly atmosphere, worship a heavenly savior, have a heavenly calling, receive a heavenly gift, and be citizens of a heavenly country, and have their very names written in the book of life. No longer were they shut out of the most holy place. They now had direct access to the presence of God. I love how this next part is written. The Lord says, I will put my laws in their minds. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. The old covenant or the law was external, written in stone, a process performed by man. The new covenant of Christ was meant to be internal within us, in our minds, and written on our hearts by the hands of Christ. A transformation of grace by Jesus. What a miraculous difference. When we embrace Christ, we are redeemed and made whole. We receive the gift of salvation. When we acknowledge our great need to be forgiven of sin and accept Jesus as the perfect sacrifice that forever covers our debt. The Bible says, and I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sin. No longer would the sins have to plague families. No longer would they have to be passed down like a curse. That is miraculous. There is nothing holding you back, nothing to separate you from God. There is no sin that he can't erase. There is nothing that you could have done that will keep you from Christ. As long as you have breath in your lungs, you are only one prayer away from his redemption, his salvation. You don't need to come back later. You don't need to get better on your own. You only need Jesus. He did it all. He accepts you as you are right now. You see, Christ is not meant to be some abstract idea that exists outside of us. A new covenant has been established. Jesus is a risen Savior, the new high priest, whose love heals our brokenness, redeems our past, and rescues us from our sin. Jesus is deeply personal, and for those who have put their faith in Christ, His Spirit lives within us. I don't think there's any fear of you adopting Levitical practices to connect with God. What's far more likely is that we choose to acknowledge Jesus only from a distance, but we prefer to put up our own walls so we feel like we're maintaining a sense of control. 
Or maybe that we prefer laws written in stone because if we don't like them, we can just break them. Because if they were put in our minds by Christ, our minds might change. And if they were written on our hearts by the hand of Jesus, our hearts might break. My encouragement for you today is to enter into Christ's new covenant. As scary as it may seem now, what you are giving up is so small in comparison to what God wants to give you. For thousands of years, people desperately waited for the hope that you have access to in this very moment. Don't waste it. Don't let it slip by. Embrace Christ. I want to close the show with some final words in Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 20. It says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read Hebrews chapter 8 on your own. Spend some time in prayer and reflection. Ask God to break down the walls in your life, to renew your heart and mind, and direct your life. Find new hope in His new covenant. We want to connect with you as well. Check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all the apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect daily with God in prayer, in the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.